This is a Misfit Nation production. Chris Hahn, the Don. The Don. Chris Hahn, the Don. Chris Hahn, the Don. The Don. D-O-N, right? Chris Hahn, the Don. 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 All my life. Trying to keep me down All this time Never thought I'd make it out No, no No, no No That's real hip-hop Am I right? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen To the chill stream going to be vibing out here talk about a few things like that shitty song i just played why that song represents exactly why i hate fucking rap music it's it's uh it's why i hate rap music and also why i hate liberalism liberalism excuse me ah that song is just the perfect representation of just how True, just pieces of shit. I guess that's the, the, the best way to put it. Just true scumbag animal savages, like most rappers out right now, can actually make a song where they see themselves as the victim somehow. Like some, it's, it's, it, it's, uh, it, it just didn't, you know, it, 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 it was the system, guys. It was the system. That's what that whole song is about. It's a bunch of horse shit. It's just nothing but a fucking excuse for why you're a piece of shit. That's pretty much all it is. That's all what all hip-hop is nowadays. And that's why I fucking hate it. It's the worst. It's the worst. Let me actually pull up the lyrics for this piece of shit. This fucking scumbag little Dirk. Who makes this song, this heartfelt song. Oh, I've been, I've been trying to be good, but they've been trying to keep me down. Who's Dado? He'd probably say the Jews. You know what they think. Uh, listen to these lyrics, though. I mean, you, you, heard the, you heard the hook. All my life, they've been trying to keep me down. All this time. Never thought I would make it out. They couldn't break me. They couldn't break me. They couldn't take me. They couldn't take me. That's because your fucking uh, mayor is a is a scumbag or was a scumbag. Still is a scumbag, actually. Lori Lightfoot didn't do her fucking job and lock you pieces of shit up when they when they had the chance. That's why. Because the government was in favor of what you were doing. You were a government fucking ploy. You were a pawn and you're proud of it. Uh, let's see. All my life, they've been trying to keep me down. Listen, okay. I decided I had to finish, but the media calling me a menace. The media. It's the media. Little Dirk is Donald Trump, ladies and gentlemen. It's the media that made him a menace. It wasn't his, uh, fucking extensive rap, rap sheet and, you know, the fact that he's been, uh, blatantly putting it out there that he's a, that he's a savage, just like all the rest of these rappers. But no, it's the media. Does he mean like social media, like his social media? Like his music? Where he's been calling himself a fucking savage? Please, suck my dick. 
Uh, it's the media, though, guys. It's the media. It's the, it's the, the fact that uh, the, the mainstream media sucks rappers' cocks like they do anything fucking special. All they do is fucking put words together that rhyme. That's literally when you boil it down to what they do. And we have to pretend like they're fucking magical Negroes that we have to listen to. Please. I done sat down, or I done sat with the mayor and politicians. I believe you. I believe you. Um, that's probably the problem, is they're sitting down with niggas like you and not people who actually give a fuck about their community. Um, and also, I'm, I, I hear that they're all tied up in the whole, uh, I guess, the Fulton County thing. The, uh, the, the, the DA who's going after Trump is actually all tied up with all these uh, fucking gangster rappers. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to change the image. Sure thing. Uh, you can't blame my past no mo. I come from the trenches. Okay, so we can't blame the past because he had a hard life, so we can't blame him for any of his decisions. And that's kind of the thing that you'll realize when you listen to this song, or what I realized, is that to a rapper, and really to all liberals, um, making a change in your life is basically realizing that nothing is your fault. Nothing is your fault. It's all the system. It's all your, your upbringing. You couldn't change it. Nothing's your fault. So this is all him going like, I just, I realized, guys, I had an epiphany. Nothing is my fault. I don't have to take responsibility for shit. And you know what? I should probably be also kind of giving you some context on Little Dirk's, uh, Little Dirk's record. Uh, in 2011... Dirk was arrested on weapons charges and sentenced. By the way, this is Wikipedia, so I'll give you even more context than they do. Charged and sentenced to three months in jail. Uh, he was, well, the weapons charge, by the way, was that he was uh, caught with guns that had the serial numbers scratched off. Um, that would be the context to this one sentence that Wikipedia gives you. Um, yeah, he was found with guns. I think it was either one gun or multiple guns that had the the serial number scratched off which means either that gun was uh is being was stolen more than likely and uh being used for criminal activity that's kind of usually what that what that means um he was later released on bond only to be sent back to serve 87 more days um on june june 5th 2013 dirk was arrested after allegedly Throwing a loaded 40 caliber handgun into his car when police approached him. Uh, blah, say blah. Let's see. He was charged with unlawful use of a weapon by a felon. He was held on a $100,000 bond, and his lawyer would claim to have nine affidavits from witnesses who confirmed that Dirk's or confirmed Dirk's innocence. Uh, let's see, which would, I would assume a lot of those people were either gang members or street goons that were just hanging around or maybe somebody they paid off. I don't know. I'm just making up things right now. Uh, one witness also admitted the gun was his. So I'm assuming that's the gun was Dirk's or the gun was the witnesses. I don't know. Dirk was released, uh, in 2013. Uh, let's see. While performing, this is in 2015, while performing at a concert, 
in the uh, in the Philadelphia area, of course. A shootout occurred, leaving Dirk's tour bus damaged by gunfire and one man dead during the scene. Dead during the scene. That's a weird way to write that. Dirk was not arrested or questioned by the police. So, all right, maybe that wasn't involving him, but, you know, usual suspects. In 2016, Dirk was cleared of disregarding probation when he was arrested on uh, gun felony charges. The, drug, the judge dropped the charges. I don't know the details on that one. Um, and little Dirk arrested with King Vaughn um, after, two, after the two men shot a man outside of a popular Atlanta drive-in. Can't even go see a movie with these niggas around. For a Jeep Cherokee and 30 grand. That's 2019. After weeks in jail, Dirk and Vaughn were released on $250,000 and $300,000 bonds, respectively. And in October 20, uh, 2022, the charges against Dirk were dismissed. Now, I believe those charges were only dismissed because his co-defendant, King Vaughn, was murdered. Um, and I believe, if I remember this correctly, the victim of the robbery was also murdered. I believe on an unrelated issue, of course. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, so so none of that is his fault, though, guys. It's all the system. He came from the trenches. He came from the trenches, so he has no responsibility. No responsibility. Um, and he's yeah, he's made a, a change. Another empty fucking platitude that these pieces of shit throw out there. Oh, I'm making a change. I'm trying to change the image. Which, by the way, when you say you're trying to change your image, that actually means in the business that you're just trying to change what people perceive you as. Doesn't mean you're having a moral, a moral change in your life. And by the way, if your moral change in your life is that you realized none of this is your fault and you have no responsibility because you came from the trenches, I guarantee you this fucker's going to get in trouble again. Guaranteed. Um, I'm the voice, wait, someone said I'd never be a superstar, but I know I'm different. All right. That's a fair, that's a fair way to think. I'm the voice, but the system and give me a choice. Know some people that's still unemployed. Unemployed, undeployed, undeployed. Did I read that wrong? Or is it unemployed? Uh, I would, I would believe both. Uh, I know a felon who's trying to get Foyd. Uh, by the way, Foyd is, uh, I believe it's firearms identification, ownership identification, um, but which, you know, felons aren't allowed to have, especially I would assume felons that are fucking have, have gun felony charges where you're stealing guns and scratching the fucking serial number, number off of it. You, may, you, you make it harder for, for people like me. I'm a legal gun owner. Yeah, so you're not... Don't, don't pretend there's a bunch of goddamn gangsters that are like, I would do it the legal way, but I got a felony. Yeah, right. I don't believe you. Child support, your only support. Nobody told you to go fuck all those women without a goddamn condom. This idiot has six, uh, six kids from I think three or four different, I don't think it's disclosed, but there's definitely two baby mamas. Nobody told you to do that, asshole. That's your fault. 
for a visit. I'm going through courts. Stop being a goddamn gangbanger. Maybe they don't want you around children, period. I don't want you. I don't even have kids. I don't want you around my children. I don't want you around my, my fucking unborn children. I don't want you around the thought of my children. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. Went to jail. They was chasing me up. And you know that I'm famous as fuck. And still committing crimes. He's famous and still commits crimes. Dumb bastard. Uh, see how you go and joke about a stimulus. Okay, given Trump is, Trump is staying here. But they know, uh, they, they really had came in the clutch. Talking about the stimmies. Free money. Free money. I know uh, some kids want to hurt themselves, stop taking drugs, uh, stop trying to take drugs. I refer to myself, trying to do better myself, trying to better my health. But then he puts but at the end. But all my life, they've been trying to keep me down. But even though I do think with that, like reasonable things, he says, stop taking drugs, take better care of yourself, worry about your health, give a better message to kids. Just like liberals, though, there's that but, but the system, the system. So I can't fully commit to being a good guy. I can't fully commit to it because I'm going to have to rob somebody one day because the system, because I'm a black male in the system. Yeah, that song can fucking suck my dick. Even J. Cole's fucking verses can suck my dick. And I think that's like the number one song uh, this year in rap. But, you know, that, that's, it shows you exactly why people choose liberalism. I keep saying that word weird tonight. Liberalism. It shows you exactly why people choose liberalism because it's easy. You don't actually have to commit to anything. You just got to say a bunch of empty platitudes like, I'm changing my life. Uh, let's see, what else? I want better for my community. Kendrick Lamar is another one that always, like, whenever he tries to say something positive, I'm spreading positivity to the kids. The fuck does that mean? Fuck does any of it mean? It's liberalism. Empty platitudes. As long as you can virtue signal, make people feel good with your words. They don't even have to mean anything. They don't have to have logic. There doesn't have to be any kind of like morality attached to it. It's just you just say something that feels good, that you know makes people feel good. And I'm going to tell you from an individual standpoint, those type of people in your life, get them the fuck out of your life. Get them the fuck out of there. People who aren't uh, brave enough or honest enough to say something or honest to say or to be honest with you, brave enough to be honest with you. And then they're also the ones that, that scream about how brave they are. Fuck them. Enough of this. Enough of this. That's why my, this video here tonight, this live stream is no more working across the aisle. I'm totally done with any idea of, of working with Democrats. Um, I, I don't, I, meaning also in the, in the sense of who I'm voting for. Um, and this is, you know, 
situations like this, I'm going to show you a couple. So here's this one. If it'll fucking load up. Oh, I guess it's not going to load up. I'll have to find another, uh, give me a second. I'll have to find another article of it. But basically the, um, we saw, uh, uh, Enrique Tario get uh, 22 years. We saw all the unfair sentences that were thrown out on um, the... I'm sorry, excuse me. I can't type and fucking talk at the same time. I'm retarded. We saw the unfair sentence that were given out for January 6th. There was actually a, uh, a, a protest where they took over the Capitol in Texas, I believe it was. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Um, and also, my, my, I gotta get a new keyboard. My keyboard is like, some of these letters are like sticking. Jesus fucking Christ. All right, Jesus. Here we go. <clears throat> I don't know why they deleted that uh that article. Weird. So yeah, we saw all of the unfair sentences that were being thrown around towards uh conservatives and you know, we've just even the 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 politicians even up to the top where it's Donald Trump getting fucking uh subpoenaed and fucking indicted left and right. Yet Joe Biden, there's all this evidence of him uh, having having all this corruption with foreign countries. Yet there's no nothing being really done about it. Uh, and then you know you saw this. I, I know we we covered this story a while back, and oddly enough, I remember this vividly. The the video we did because it was one of those videos where we got really sick fucks that wanted to comment on our video where they were celebrating the death of this kid and saying, you know, he deserved it. And this kid basically got murdered because he was a conservative. And this, uh, this absolute dreg on society that murdered him, this fucking scumbag only gets five years in prison for murdering somebody based on their fucking political ideology. It's insane. It's, it, it really is insane. And, and I know that's a soft word to use, but I, I just can't, I can't even put it into fucking words. But it's it really, this is why I'm voting for Republicans that are, that are believably running on destroying the Democratic Party. That's, that's the only Republicans I'm voting for. Everybody else can suck my dick. There's no more compromising, at least with me. I'm not, I, I don't want, I don't want anybody going out there talking about, we're going to work across the aisle. They don't want to work across the aisle with us. And here's the thing. That's the funny thing is where people go, well, we can't speak that way because it sets a bad precedence that, you know, then, then the, the left wing will start coming after our rights. They'll start coming after our freedom of speech and our, they already are you dumb fucks. They're, they're, they have no fucking concern for our rights and our freedoms. So why do we want to work with them? What, 
what can we compromise that like their 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 agenda is blatantly clear they want to destroy us so why the fuck are we going to lay down and let that happen why are we even going to work with those people um yeah i do, i don't want politicians that uh that go with that same old slogan they're trying to protect the fucking precedence that was already crossed and destroyed and burned eight years ago. I think I did the math right there. But about eight years ago, they already destroyed that precedence. It's fucking over. They're going after, they've gone after free speech. Free speech doesn't exist. We lost that already. We lost it because of this mentality. Oh, well, let's give them, well, we'll give them a little bit. We'll give them, we'll give them this word or we'll, we'll stop saying this. So we'll refer to, we'll refer to, uh, uh, all right. They, they say black calling black people black is offensive. We'll start calling them African-Americans. Then they'll say African-American is offensive. Then, okay, we'll start calling them. Fuck that. Fuck that bullshit. Stop following. Stop following. We're the leaders. We have the better ideas. They're only there because they're good con men. They can trick idiots into voting for them. That's the only reason why they have power. So yeah, enough of this like uh, this protecting a precedence. It doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't exist. So when it comes to like... When it comes to things like uh, uh, this gender fucking language, I'm not saying I want to ban it. You can use it in your, in your life. Ban it from fucking public. We're not using that shit. Ban it from schools. Let, let's, let's, uh, I, I, I'll take the hardline stance on that. Ban it from schools. No more compromising. That's all I'm saying. And don't vote for motherfuckers that are, that are uh, these soft Republicans that, that even want to play ball. They want to they fucking uh, work, work together with a party that doesn't exist anymore. Here's the governor of uh, New Mexico. She uh, uh, actually banned guns for 30 days. Yeah. And this is what I'm saying. She says her reasoning... Is that no, no right is absolute. Yeah. But your point is valid. You took an oath to the Constitution. Isn't it unconstitutional to say you cannot exercise your your carrying license? With one exception. And that is, if there's an emergency, and I've declared an emergency for a temporary amount of time, I can invoke additional powers. No constitutional right in my view, including my oath, is intended to be absolute. There are restrictions on free speech. There are restrictions on my freedoms. In this emergency, this 11-year-old and all these parents who have lost all these children, they deserve my attention to have the debate about whether or not in an emergency we can create a safer environment. Because what about their constitutional rights? I took an oath to uphold those two. And if we ignore this growing problem without being bold, I've said to every other New Mexican, your rights are subrogated to theirs. And they are not, in my view. 
But no, I don't. It's not going to work. She knows it's not going to work. No, it's not going to work. But the things I'm saying makes you feel good, doesn't it? It makes my constituency, my dumb constituency, who have no survival instincts, who don't know how to fucking defend themselves, so they look to the government to do it. And also, I don't know if, um, I think the only safety that's really, like, I guess, afforded to us by the Constitution is the Second Amendment. Like, you, that's the only right you have to safety. If you think about it, I could be wrong. I could be a little dodgy on my, uh, my constitution, but I'm pretty sure that's like, there's no like right to safety other than guns. And also, yes, every, every right is absolute because we don't get the rights from you, governor. We don't get the rights from the fucking, uh, government. You don't give us our rights. Our rights are God-given, meaning inherently we have these rights. We have the right to, to, to preserve our lives. But see, in her world, she gives us our rights. It's the hierarchy. It's not, and I, I said this before, and I got this from, from Dan Bongino. It's not, it's not a double standard. It's hierarchy. It's the rules for you, rules for thee, not for me. You know that old saying, that tired, played out saying, but it did it, it make sense. Makes sense. But um, now, once she uh, gave this order, because this is a beautiful thing, this is where, like, truly, the Second Amendment, this is what the Second Amendment is for, right here. Which, another thing to the governor, the Second Amendment is literally put in place for people like you. People who get into the fucking, into government and think that they're more important. And good word, procrastination, elitists. Fucking tyrants like you. That's why we have the Second Amendment, and that's why you suspended it, you fucking commie tyrant. But this, this is America. This is, uh, this is uh, why, again, we have the Second Amendment. And there's a little context to this, but this is a protest that happened. It's riddled, and all we want to do is protect our families, our friends, our communities. I've gone on two combat tours with the Marine Corps and fought on the front lines. Nah, just play it for background because they're, you know, he's just kind of giving his story, but... As you can see, they protested by showing up to the, uh, the public square there. And uh, about, I would say, I would probably believe most of them are armed or all of them are armed. 
Um, but yeah, people went there armed with their guns and said, all right, what are you going to do now? And guess what happened? Guess what happened? January 6th? Did uh, police shoot at one of them? Did they tackle them down? Did they throw fucking uh, mace canisters and smoke grenades at them? No, the police didn't do shit. The police didn't didn't pull through on the lawful on the on sorry on the unconstitutional order that was given by the tyrant governor. Why? Because they asked nicely. Because they all gathered unarmed and asked nicely. No, they fucking got there. They this is this right here, ladies and gentlemen, is the well-regulated militia. You're seeing it right before your fucking eyes. And because of that, the police and I have the video of the the police. I'll show you. And because of this, you don't get January 6th. You don't get police, you know, Killing people and then going on, what was it, 60 minutes to fucking brag about it. This is what the police act like when, when, they, when they deal with real Americans. Let me be clear. I hold my standards high, and I do not or never will hedge on what is right. And I take my oath seriously. In reference to concealed carry and open carry, the Bernalillo County Sheriff's Office will not enforce this segment of the order. While I understand the urgency, the temporary ban challenges the foundations of our Constitution, but most importantly, it is unconstitutional. My oath was to protect the Constitution, and that is what I will do. The governor made it clear in her press conference. She knew we as law enforcement did not agree with the order, and as a result, this was solely her decision. Other than this ban being unconstitutional, here are other reasons why I will not enforce the order. One, what many forget, is I have enough violence here in Bernalillo County. I do not want to have political violence towards my deputies or here in Bernalillo County. And right there, right there, you hear it. I don't want, and I think what he doesn't want really is justified political violence. Political violence that if he enforced this, he would, he would fucking lose just like she's losing right now. The political violence that he's talking about is Americans, real Americans, using the Constitution to stand up to tyranny, using the Constitution for what it was made for. So even how he's wording it, I'm kind of, I get where he's coming from, but I, I kind of don't like how he's wording that either, that it's political violence. I mean, I guess it is, but it's justified. Justified. Those people didn't break any law by bringing their guns to that public square. They challenged the government, the tyrannical government, to come and do something. And just like liberals, they tuck their tail in between their fucking legs and they run. Well, she didn't have any... She... Again, again they, they, they have to base it on like, okay, well we, that's why they put certain people in positions. This guy just at least wasn't soft enough to go like, all right, let's enforce it. I don't know what he did during COVID. Won't even go there. But a lot, we saw a lot of these police, uh, 
these police forces uh, do some unconstitutional shit. But again, we didn't stand up during COVID. That was our mistake. At least in mass, you know, some of us did. Some of us did. I proudly, from the jump, was like, ah, this doesn't feel right. I didn't, you know, I didn't know all the stats and all the numbers and the, the fucking science exactly, but I learned because I had to. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's how, again, we stand up to this shit. We need a different, uh, we need a different kind of, uh, energy from even the voters. And I see a lot of voters that are, that are feeling this shit, but, uh, feeling the same energy, but I'm talking just even our politicians who we vote for. There's a lot of, a lot of Republicans, a lot of conservatives who are still, Going well, no, we we shouldn't vote Trump. It's just gonna ignite, ignite a flame. The fuck are you talking about? It's not already lit. And like I said, the first time I saw some Republicans already turning on Trump, I said I'm not just for the simple fact that that's what they told me to do. Tyrants told me not to vote for somebody. I'm gonna vote for him. I'm gonna vote for him. Especially one that's like, all right, my gloves are off. Let's fucking fight it out. So, yeah, that's, that's mainly what I'm looking for. Um, could we talk policies? Sure. Sure, we could talk policies. I think that's where things could be debated. But as far as like what you're trying to do, if you're, if you're a Republican and you don't have the energy of, I'm trying to fucking destroy the liberals. I'm trying to destroy the Democratic Party and fucking uh, uh, push them back a hundred years so that it takes another hundred years for them to figure it out. That's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm looking for. Because I think it's over. I think the whole working across the aisle thing is over. I think that's a... I think that there was a window of, of opportunity during the Trump campaign where things got very heated. Uh, but after Trump lost, and then uh, you see the liberals, the liberal voters who claim that they're fucking standing up against the, the government, they just turn a, a, a blind eye. They turned a blind eye to Joe Biden's corruption. A lot of them I see use the use the the um the line of oh well they they the Democrats or the Republicans haven't shown any evidence. It's like yeah, minus the you know the overseas bank accounts, the multi million dollars in bribe money, the fucking video where Joe Biden admits to the corruption, the email addresses, the uh, the aliases that Joe Biden went under. The pictures, the videos, the laptop, except for all that evidence, they haven't shown any evidence. Fucking desperate, desperate, desperate losers that just can't admit that their ideas suck. Why not just, you've had the same ideas for fucking since the 60s, probably longer than that. Can you, can you evolve a little bit? 
Jesus Christ. Let me show you one more story here. What's happening with my my stream deck? Jesus. Um. Yeah, this happened at a at a Jason Aldean concert. Where a bunch of commies went to showed up, I guess went outside of his show. You know, they didn't buy tickets, you know, they're fucking cheap assholes. Let's see. Oh, I guess that's a video of it. Yeah, they went to a Jason Aldean concert and they burned a uh flag right in front. And then uh boasted, Hey, we tried it in a small town, huh? When in reality, what they what they did is just burned a flag. I think in the middle of Chicago. Ooh, brave, really brave. But you know, also let's not pretend that they they haven't gone to small towns and fucking Antifa and done some shit. They do that too. They do that too. I do think though that they they it's not their home home court. So that's why they, we don't, you know, we don't see it as, as much. But yeah, basically they, uh, they, they went there. I think they were chanting some shit. Let me actually play the video. I just played it as the background. See if we can hear some audio. These fuckwads. Just bothering, bothering a musician for no reason. Hey, there is they're so badass huh No KK, no no KKK, no fascist USA. So they're equating Jason Aldean to the KKK as they support the fucking creators of the KKK, the Democrats. Um. Well, this is this is again because when people people used to ask me, I noticed this hasn't been being asked a lot. Uh, from the newer subscribers, because that ha this happens a lot, like every, not a lot, but every so often a new subscriber will ask us and go, hey, do you think the way that you guys, you know, go about your subjects, where you, you really just kind of ridicule people, you ridicule the lefties, instead of like trying to connect with them and relate to them and change their mind, change hearts and minds. Do you think, they, they asked they ask this, I don't know why, but I, again, I noticed that, that this is sort of happened less because I think people are starting to realize that the only way you deal with these pieces of shit is ridicule. Ridicule is the way that you win the culture. That's how they won the culture from the, from the conservatives. But the difference is, is that it's, it's the only way we can really win in my opinion, because the only thing that commies hate more than anything is being ridiculed. 
In fact, like their entire fucking thing is based on no ridicule, man. No judgments. We're not supposed to judge each other. Let's have everybody be nice. It's because they can't handle it. They can't handle criticism. And the thing is, is that we're, we're funnier than they are. We're smarter than they are. You know, we have thicker skin. Naturally, we're going to win that war if they want to go back and forth and have an insult war. And that's why, I, you know, like I had the uh, debate with uh, JD where uh, a lot of what I was doing was ridiculing him. And you see, they have no defense. They shut the fuck down. They have nothing. They have nothing for it. And then they try to make you feel bad. Oh, you're playing games. You're playing racist games. All right, let's play games. Your whole fucking ideology is a game, asshole. Uh, but yeah, naturally, we're going to win that war. That's why they try to disarm us of that. And that's why conservatives that have actually fell for that, and I fell for that at points. I've had debates with liberals where I'm like, all right, let me try to, let me not ridicule them. But that's fucking over with. Trust me. I give you my word now, unless they're very reasonable, in which I don't find a lot of reasonable conservatives. Uh, sorry, Jesus. Freudian slip, huh? A lot of reasonable liberals. I don't find them. Um, but yeah, that, or the ones that have like de reasonable ideas or logical ideas. Um, other than that, it, it's just ridicule. It's just ridicule. Um, and, and really what the problem is, and I called out JD on this, is that you can tell they want to join in. Everybody wants to join in on fun. It's, it's just natural. When we were cavemen, that's, what, that's how we are. We saw a bunch of fucking other cavemen laughing and enjoying themselves. We wanted to fucking, we wanted to be a part of it. That's just, it's life. But the problem is, is their ideology forces them to not be able to join in. So then they have this resentment towards themselves, but they have to take it out on somebody else because also they don't have any self-responsibility. They don't take any fucking accountability for anything. So it becomes your fault. You're ridiculing me. Yeah, and... That's why all they have is like when you watch their comedy, all they have is like these stock lines, even in their debates, stock lines when they try to fucking uh, come back at you when they want to play the game. It's because they're nerds. They can't do it. They're, they weren't uh, as uh, I think it was Patrice O'Neill used to say they weren't the back of the bus, back of the bus guys. They sat in the front of the bus. They were afraid. They were afraid of the real fucking real men. So that's why all they have is, is stock lines and fucking dad jokes and safe fucking comedy that, that nobody really enjoys because they're afraid. They're afraid to go off script. They're afraid to go, you know, go and be edgy and say something maybe controversial. And I think it's just funny how like these fucking idiots walk around and they act like tough guys and they riot and burn down cities but all we have to do to really destroy them is just call them, call them fags. Let's call them a bunch of faggots. You know what I mean? And they start crying. All of a sudden, the tough guy shit is gone. So yeah, ridicule them. Ridicule them until their, their goddamn heads explode. That's what I say. Ridicule them until they jump off a fucking cliff. We don't need them.
enough. Oh, I'm sorry. Unalive themselves. Yeah, yeah. Enough of them. Enough of them. They, they, they add nothing to society. Even the ones that, you know, that go out and get jobs, they're lazy. They're useless at the job. They just, they hold the business back. They complain about the fucking job while, while being the worst employees. They expect the most and do the least. And the ass them. They can't even, they can't even do the, the simplest job at a place. Yet they all walk around thinking that they're good enough to be the, the CEO of the company. Oh, it's just some white man put there. I should be the CEO. The fuck out of here. Enough. Uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm in that place, guys. I'm in that place. Oh, let me, let me play this real quick. This is the energy. This is the, I'm gonna, mo mo mostly I'm just gonna re not react to it because I've seen it, but I'm just gonna play this. This is what I'm talking about. We need that Mike Lindell energy. Oh yeah, the man that invented the pillow. The comfy pillow. We need this energy. Now he was being deposed by some smarmy lawyer. We all know the type. Watched a couple episodes of Better Call Saul. Thinks he can be a, a snappy one-liner guy. And he sucks. And he sucks. And then he runs into the, the fucking iron, the iron-chested, mustachioed monster that is Mike Lindell. Just enjoy. Tell us your full name, please. Michael James Lindell. Well, good morning, Mr. Lindell. My name is Charlie Kane. We met for the first time about... Who's paying you? About four minutes ago. Okay, go. Is that right? What's it? Is that right? Is what, what was the question? We met for the first time. Yes, yes. Okay. Here's Nothing I love more than somebody starting off on the wrong foot on purpose. That's the best. That's the fucking best. Like, he hated it. He had fuck you energy from the first word. And that's what I'm talking about. We need this energy what we're going to do. We're going to start slow because the court reporter is trying to take down what you're saying, okay? Don't sit and scold me already, mister. I'll do, I'll do whatever I have to do. So I don't, you're not, you're just a lawyer. You're an ambulance chasing lawyer. So don't start with me. I got all day. I'll take as much time as you want. So let's go. You're not my boss. You're just a lawyer, frivolous lawyer. So go. Don't start you know where this, me. And that you see what he's doing? What he's doing is fucking great. Because I think we do that a lot uh, in, in uh, debate. And I know this isn't a debate. It's a deposition. But it's based on the... the it's based on some... Uh, Mike Lindell put out the thing of uh, if anybody can prove the evidence I have um, on, on this voter fraud or something like that, then I'll give you a million dollars. And somebody claims to have proven him wrong. I don't know. I haven't seen any of that. But um, 
he's being deposed on that. So he already feels like I'm here for some bullshit. I just threw out something. I, I, I don't know if uh, I don't know if he's legally binded to actually pay that if he puts that out as a challenge. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. However, we know that he's been, they've been going after him for bullshit, frivolous bullshit. Like I've been talking to you all night about, um, where there's this two tiered justice system that goes after conservatives. Um, I'm not being a victim. I'm just stating a fact. That's all it is. I'm actually trying to, to, to fight it. Victims don't fight. So, but that's, that's all I'm saying is, is what he's doing is not even giving him the chance to set him up because that's what they try to do is they try to throw in little things, little smarmy fucking things where they go, well, well, they'll say something very smarmy and then when you, and, and wait for you to blow up, they'll say a bunch of them and then you'll finally just blow up and go, all right, you're, you're a smarmy little fucking prick. Go fuck yourself. And they go, see, I, I won the debate. That's how, that's how childish they are. Um, but I love what Michael Lendell did. He, he called it out right away. I know what the fuck you're doing. Just go ahead. Stop with the trying to scold me. Stop with the smarmy horse shit. You're not my boss. Now let's get on with it. Let's not, let's not pretend to have a fucking professional, uh, uh friendly conversation here. I don't like you. That's the energy we need. I love it. Oh, I'm asking questions. I'm not mm -hmm. going to scold you. Go ahead. Okay, and I'm not asking about the lumpy pillow calls. Uh, no, they're not lumpy pillows. That's not what they call on. Okay? <laughs> when you say lumpy pillows, now you're an asshole. You got that? You're an asshole like is what you are. Like no, he's an asshole. No, he's an ambulance-chasing asshole. That's what you are. Lumpy pillows kiss my ass. Put that in your book. No, they, they answer anything, any problem customer that wants to reach Mike Lindell. Those are the ones. I want to talk to Mike Lindell. I want to talk to Mike Lindell. They send them to here and they go, or they call about, um, maybe they didn't get their pillow on time because of uh, um, the FedEx or whatever. Well, we'll cover them even though it could be somebody else's fault. Nobody calls because of a lumpy pillow. But good, good one, though. You done? Yeah, I'm done. Hey, the man backs his product. You got to respect it. You got to respect it. Yeah, but you see what I'm saying? That little smarmy fucking shit. Don't let that, don't let that fly anymore. Don't let it fly. That's nerd shit. That's passive aggressive bullshit. Pussy coward shit. That's, a, that's what females do, actually. Females and lawyers, of course. They try to push you to, to make you blow up, like reasonably blow up. And then they go, why are you mad? See, this is why I can't talk to you, because you're always yelling. Fucking pussies. When did we let... When did... Why, why did we let... Because I know when it happened. When did we let bitches... Or why did we let bitches have an opinion? Why did we let bitch opinions fucking matter? I guess that, 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 that could sum up my entire video here. I'm just tired of bitches. 
bitches bitching for bitching sake. That's what liberalism is. We live in we live in the fucking one of the well, I guess we did. One of the finest first worlds ever. People had first world problems. Like there's not enough this this fucking latte isn't sweet enough. We had we had first world problems. Like, oh, I'm wearing a green shirt. I can't do green screen today. Fuck, man. Yeah, anybody got a shirt that I could put? No? Yeah. All right. Just do it with the background. First world problems. And they bitched like we were in we were in fucking Somalia. Fucking faggots. Just ruin everything. Like literal faggots, too. Let me play one more Mike Lindell clip and then we'll we'll go on. Maybe I'll leave, maybe I'll stay. I don't know. I think that actually that seemed like it had everything everything in it, no? Let me play this one. Oh yeah, I think this is where the guy asked him, Why'd you call me an ambulance chaser? Like a little queer. So let me like a little, like, like, like Mike Lindell's little brother. Finish my question, okay? Yes. I tend to be a slow talker. Good for you. I'm from Texas originally. Good for you. I got all day. We'll, we'll make a week of this. How about that? Go ahead. There you go. You see what I'm saying? Don't even let them, don't even joke with these motherfuckers. He tried to make the, the conversation light. Fuck you. Here's a, here's a, a hundred pound weight for the conversation. Keep it heavy because they can't handle it. We can. I can handle heavy conversations all day and, and the rest of the week without sleep. These bitches, these liberal bitches can't handle reality. They can't handle even looking at the world in a real, in a real way. And they can't be criticized. It ruins everything for them. So yeah, don't don't bring it. Don't let them bring it back to their level. You keep it where the fuck you feel comfortable. Good job, Mike. Good job. Well Probably done. up to your lawyer, but I'm happy to stay as long as you'd like. Just keep going. All right. Why'd you call me an ambulance chaser? What? Why did you what? call me an ambulance chaser? Because. Hold on, I gotta play that back. Look, you know how quick he said what? That was Stone Cold level what? call me an ambulance chaser. What? <laughs> he didn't even finish the, the, the sentence. Alright, why'd you call me an ambulance chaser? What? Why did you call me an ambulance chaser? Because you are. This is a frivolous case, and if you're representing this guy and you've read this case, you are a disgusting lawyer. Period. There's my, that's my, that's my right to say. You want to sue me too, Mr. Ambulance Chaser? Are you working on contingency or consignment with the guy? What do you? No, I can't believe anybody would take this. This is absolutely disgusting. It's a disgrace to our country. It's a disgrace to you. Anything else? No, that's it. You asked me a question. I answered it. All right. So let me finish my question. Okay. Bacon it. Bacon it. Bacon it. Not playing with him. Mike Lindell, ladies and gentlemen.
Yeah, that's how you handle it. That's how you handle it. That's how a real man handles a bitch. That's what I say. Somebody asked me something earlier if I saw something. Oh, Larry Elder destroy on the Breakfast Club. That happened uh, a few weeks ago, no? I'm pretty sure we did a um I'm pretty sure we did a reaction to it. I could be wrong. Maybe I didn't uh clip it out. But yeah, we we did a I I I hope I'm I'm right about this, but I'm pretty sure we did a reaction to it when it when it dropped like almost that day. I'll do uh, I'll check back and see if it's in the live and if it is I'll clip it out for you. But yeah, yeah. I mean, the Breakfast Club are a bunch of fucking idiots, complete idiots. And then the the woman they have is like, "Oh, this is the this is our this is our secret weapon right here." Oh, you're in trouble, Mr. Elder. You're in big trouble. Who was that that asked that? I missed it again. I think that was Procrastination Station. May have asked that. Uh, let's see. If there's anything. Oh, did you guys see the aliens? Oh, we got Mexican aliens. We got Mexican aliens. Let me see if I can find a video. Find a video like it's not all over the internet. Let's see. Mexico alien. What is this? Human. Actually, I'll play that after. That's not the real. Or the video they showed. De acuerdo a la universidad. Oh yeah, here it is. <laughs> This is ridiculous. This can't be. <laughs> I I mean I know this. This isn't real. But this can't be the Mexican like government actually trying to play this off. This is a this has to be like shot for something, right? Son seres no humanos que no son parte de nuestra evolución terrestre y que we find después the de desaparecer no the hay aircraft? una. Yeah. Are they little, like, little drones? Look at that shit. Come on. Come the fuck on. It was, like, made out of paper mache. Do you notice how they're shooting it, too? There's, like, very specific angles. We don't go too close up. It's the first uncovering of, like, alienoid bodies. You think there'd be, like... Be a little more. I mean, they show one close up, but it's like at a weird angle. There's no dead on shot of it. I don't even know what he's saying. Don't even know what he's saying. Oh, there's uh, <laughs> there's subtitles right there. They were covered. Sorry, let me read it back. They were, that were covered in birds that are crashes. But they are being that were buried in mines. What retards fucking translated this shit? Civilization with 17 million alien. What is that word? Phytop. Phot. 
phytoplankton, which was abundant. What? At the time when it was, when it disappeared, it became possible. I must have missed some context at the beginning. Jesus Christ. They are beings, not human, who are, uh, who are not part of our terrestrial evolution and that after disappearing, we do not. There is a, do not what? All right, I can't. Maybe I'm stupid and I can't read these, these subtitles, but they seem to not make sense to me. Um, but yeah, that's uh, it's aliens. Aliens, guys. You see what I mean when I said the first time the government started talking about aliens, I was just like, this is just so anticlimactic for the alien human species story arc that we had going on. This is not the way it was supposed to happen. This is, this movie's a dud. It's like when you, yeah, like when you watch a movie, you're like, oh man, like the first, the first half of that movie was amazing. It's like Independence Day. That's kind of what, how Independence Day, you could describe it the same way. First half of the movie was amazing, but then it just, just lost me towards the end. That's how I feel about real life aliens. Now I heard this was debunked. But I don't, I haven't seen the debunking. I wonder if maybe that. That video I saw before, <clears throat> excuse me, was debunking it. Oh, it's a hoax. And it refreshes. Thank you. Thank you for keeping me up to date. I appreciate it. <laughs> Biden 2024. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What do you think? Oh, this is like a, like a real close up. Horseshit. This is horseshit. I'll be real. I don't trust the Mexicans to, to keep good documents. I don't know about this. Could be my racism. However, I don't think that is. I don't think they're known for keeping good documentation. What do you guys think? The same dude was caught making fake aliens from mummies. Oh, okay, I see. That must be where the debunking, the debunking came from. The real illegal aliens. <laughs> good one, Pete. Good one. <clears throat> I thank you, Brian, for the, uh, the information there. They look like Jeff Dun Dunham's puppets. Birdman, exactly. I'm surprised Birdman even knows who Jeff Dunham is. I didn't know Jeff Dunham was, uh... I didn't know the hood fucks with Jeff, Dun Je Jeff Dunham. He should get a black puppet. Mexican, Mexico barely has a government. Exactly. Exactly. This has to be some funded... 
some kind of funded from a corporation or something. They look too small to cut my grass. <laughs> Are you talking about the aliens or the guys presenting the aliens? Um, no, the guys presenting it are just the right height to cut your grass. Yeah, I just don't. And if that is real aliens, I'm no longer in fear of the thought of them taking over and doing anything special. Yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of where I sit. He does have a black puppet, does he? Jesus. I guess I guess uh, he knows knows better than I do. Oh, that wasn't Birdman though. I honestly I didn't know he had a black puppet. That 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 must be hilarious. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. That's all I have to say on on that. And why do they also look like they just were like dug out of the ground? Why is there dirt around them? Like, wouldn't they have already kind of dusted them off? Because they're saying that they had these in captivity for a long time. This is just all wrong. Even their presentation. They just don't have the... They don't have the sort of, like, the ingenuity in terms of, like, like tricking somebody. It's like third world practical jokes. They're not as, like, well thought out. But they still get the people. That's the funny thing in it. Um, the black puppet is named Sweet Daddy D. That is what a white guy would name a black puppet. Like, he thought that was a really cool name. Sweet Daddy D. It must be. It's. I mean, obviously, it's a character. They're all characters. Jeff Dunham is family entertainment playboy. I bring my son Lil Weezy and he sits on my lap through the show. Brr. Thanks for the context. Now I get it. Now I can picture it. Now I can picture you there. It's a pimp. Of course it is. Of course it is. What else happened? Uh, actually, I don't think I even had anything else. You know what? There was a little update on Brickface, but I'm going to wait for the, uh, I'm going to wait for Skrill to uh, be here. I'll wait for the main show for that because we have differing opinions. I think that would be a good thing to wait on. Um, yeah, I think I'll just, maybe I'll just end it there. Just end it there. I get up early anyway. You know how it goes, guys. WWE UFC merged. Yes. Yes. I did um see what uh Dana White said about it. Dana White. I, I love Dana White, but you know what? I'm gonna save that for Kayfabe Cartel. Because I think that's uh one of those. And honestly, I don't have much to say about the the merger. I think we we already knew it was gonna happen. You know, I think we've talked about the reasoning on why it's happening. Um, I I think it's inevitably because Vince isn't planning on. I mean, I guess it's obvious now. He's not. He wasn't. He lost the idea of of passing his company down to his family. Um, for whatever reasons, 
I think that's inevitably what it is. He knows that, you know, he's older. He may have to either stop working because of the, the case. He may want to do the, uh, the XFL thing. I don't know. I don't know what, what Vince wants to do, but I don't see Vince just like not doing anything though. I still believe Vince is going to be a, a work till I die kind of guy. So, or work till he just can't anymore. But yeah, it's one of those, you know, one of those things I, I said it on, on, uh, on X. I said, uh, even when Vince loses, he wins. And that's the mark of a great man. I'm still a Vince guy. Still a Vince guy. I stand, I stand behind the, uh, the alpha male of all alpha males, Vince McMahon. He did a Joe Biden puppet. You're right. You're right. <clears throat> and somehow he, um, with the puppet, he kind of predicted how Joe Biden would look in the future, which the future is now. Because Biden didn't always look like that. That's like a, a past 10-year thing, I think. You ever see Joe Biden from fucking 15, 20 years ago? He actually know, knew how to talk. He was still an idiot. He was still, he was still fucking uh, lying and just saying whatever had to, had to be said. But yeah, it's amazing. Two different people. Uh, all right. Well, I'll get out of here. Listen, we're going to do the show on Friday. Friday night at some point. So definitely um, tune in. Tune into that. Birdman, next kayfabe, talk about the fact WWE puts out belts of all 32 NFL teams and the Jackson Jaguars sold out within seconds. Khan's family's team. Yeah, I wonder if that's uh, AEW. <laughs> AEW marks. But they wouldn't, they wouldn't even want to put a, 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 a cent into WWE. So, I don't know. Yeah, I would have to assume there's a wrestling connection there because... Is ja- I, I don't know, maybe I'm, because I'm not a football fan, but is the Jacksonville Jaguars a popular team where that's, where that would be normal for them? I don't know. Maybe you know, but yeah, if not, then there has to be a wrestling connection. Give him a second, see if he knows the answer. No, the Jags suck. Well, you know, there's a... Like, for instance, the... Uh, all right, my question is, do they have a fan base? Because suck... It, well, I guess nowadays, nobody really sits with a sucky team. It's not like the the, uh, the Cleveland Indians, where they had a fucking fan base. Oh, no, it's not even the Cleveland Indians. I think it was like the... um, Well, the Yankees... But they, they're always usually good. All right, fuck it. It's literally scalpers buying all the belts and marking them up three times for AEW marks. Okay, that makes more sense than AEW marks just buying them. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I wonder if AEW marks would buy them. That's interesting. They probably would just for the collector aspect of it. Which, let's be real, the way AEW is going... 
that sh- their belts might be collectors' items in a year or two. I hear their uh, their tickets are, are fucking dropping dramatically. Here's another thing I wanted to talk about is uh, because Nia Jax came back, and people were like losing their 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 shit about it, and it's like you know. She's a she's she's a heel. You're you're supposed to you're supposed to hate her. You're not supposed to like Nia Jax. You're not supposed to be happy that she's back. It's just these these goofy wrestling smart marks. And I and and if people are gonna go, oh well, she injures people. She does. That's not for you to worry about. Maybe she's trained and got better. I don't know. And then also, you know, sometimes injuries just fucking happen. And she's a big bitch, too. So, you know, I'm not saying that excuses her. She's injuring people. Just saying. A lot of these people are not talented. Like, all right, slipping, I think the one where she punched Becky in the nose, I think that that's a, I don't know, maybe that isn't a fair one because wrestlers would probably say, you can't even throw a punch. That's probably like the basics, right? I'm just saying, I think, I think uh, the idea is that WWE is pushing her because of the reason that you hate her. Let me see if I can find anything on. But the fact that that you hate her is going to get her pushed even more. You fucking fools. Looks like she lost some weight, too. I'm not going to play this the, the sound, but It's again these it's the smart the smart wrestling fans that don't know how to, I don't even think smart wrestling fans are really wrestling fans. Like, there was uh, this one, let me see if I have the, the clip, with the Braun Breaker spot. Where he smashes the guy's head with the, with the stairs. And people are going, oh my god, this, it's, he's so dangerous. It's like, okay, you're, you're either not smart, which is fine. But then that just, that just makes you a wrestling fan. Like, you're, you're not supposed to like heels. I believe Braun Breaker's a heel. That's definitely a heel move. But one, you thought it was real, which makes you a goddamn moron. Or it just makes you, you know, an actual mark, which is fine. Just be that. But that's why I'm saying these people that, that complain, all they do is complain based on their smartness of wrestling. Oh, well, you don't understand why I'm complaining because I know, I know the insides the insides and out, out, outs of the way it works. Obviously, you don't. You think you're supposed to like the heels. You think Miz is a bad heel because you don't like him. You're a goddamn moron. So, yeah, it's, it's these... Uh, I think that's the problem that wrestling has, is that there's actually... A, a, because the, it's their fault, too, because they expose their own business. Back in the, what, the the 90s, they exposed their own business. So now there's, like, that's an aspect of being a wrestling fan is learning that it's fake or scripted or whatever you want to call it, premeditated. Um, Learning that and then, oh, well, 
now I can see this side of it where I know the real, I know who's really friends. And then I know, I know who really had a fight in the back, in the back, in the, uh, the backstage area. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's like, if you hate her, that's fine. Go to this, go to the place and boo her. Go to the shows and boo her. That's what you're supposed to do. Apparently you think you're supposed to love everybody on the fucking card. And if that's the case, then you're, you're, you're not a wrestling fan. You don't, you don't really like the shit. Just let it go. Let it go. Jerk off to fucking uh, Rhea Ripley pitchers, because that's pretty much all you, you want to do. Yeah, yeah. Wrestling fans would rather cancel heels than just boo them. It's goofy. Thank you, Birdman. Exactly. If you hate her, if you hate her enough, go buy a ticket and make a sign that says, fuck you. Well, you can't say that on, on TV, which sucks too. Make a sign that says Nia Jax sucks. Nia Jax hurts people, which would actually look like they'd probably turn that into a t-shirt. But um, yeah, put whatever you, you want on a fucking sign. Go to the show and show your non-support of her. And then I love the people who are like, uh, they, they've said they're not going to watch the product anymore. And then they still express their, their anger for like returns that just happened. It's like, I thought you weren't watching it anymore. You're watching it just to hate it. it doesn't make any sense to me. It makes no sense. Uh, let's see. I, I tend to like, and I guess this is my, my, I call it the veteran, veteran fan is when I realize like I truly hate a wrestler. Like this happened with me with the Miz where I, I actually didn't like him for many years. And then I realized that means he's just a good heel. That means he's actually a great heel because he's always been a heel and I, I never liked him. Part, part, sometimes I've hated him. And that made me like him because I was like, he's actually really, if you'll look at what he's doing and then he's been great for the past, past few, I would say few, maybe month, month or two. He's been great. And he is somebody too that can be put into like just the shittiest storyline, a storyline that would destroy somebody else's career. And then like where people even say that this is the end for Miz. I think the whole uh, Dexter Loomis storyline was just horseshit. And would have destroyed anybody else's career. But Miz, Miz bounces back, man. So, yeah. Over, over time, Miz got my respect. I don't like Nia Jax. I don't think she's particularly a good wrestler. But when she did that thing where she, she did the, the, the senton thing, what do they call it? The bonsai drop. And then she got up and put her hands out and did the smile. Like, yeah, fuck you. I'm back. That was good heel shit. That was good heel shit. So she she has maybe something. I don't care about it. I don't care about women's wrestling in general. It's just the, the way that people fucking act towards towards heels. You're again, you're supposed to hate them. You're supposed to fucking hate them. Let it go. You don't understand it. All right. Um plus there are too many weirdos that call her mommy and wanna be dominated by her turn off. Yeah, actually, the thing that made me, like, the only attractive attract attraction, what the fuck is wrong with me? 
the only attraction I've ever had to, to Rhea Ripley was seeing her like pictures outside of wrestling where she actually looks like a girl. Like you can even see her like she's not even like tensed up or anything. Okay, there you go. She's still a girl at the end of the day. Beautiful. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of that. I I, I see what you're saying, Birdman. A lot of them that are uh, actually envious of Dominic. Oh, I wish she would do that to me. Oh, oh. That's what I picture every time. Like, there's that inside joke kind of shit that you see on AEW. It's for all the fans that watch it, so they can all like tap each other. Oh, oh, did you see what they just did? Oh, it's like an Easter egg in wrestling. Oh. Remember, he said that on Instagram. Gives a fuck. I got shit to do. I work for a living. I don't have time to be on Instagram watching wrestling. <laughs> watching wrestlers and what they do in their time off. I don't even care. I don't even want to see that. I don't want to see a wrestler pretending to be a monster on TV and then you, you, you've looked them up on YouTube and they have a fucking action figure channel. Hey guys, I play with action figures. I'm a monster on TV. But I separated. I separate the two. Now you just ruined it. You ruined your foot. You ruined both. <laughs> your impression makes me it made me cringe. Oh, there's the laugh. The the oh, Did you see? Kenny Omega. He came out to the Mega Man theme. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. That's another thing. Kenny Omega's fucking stupid entrances. I put that on uh, on X2. It's his entrances when you watch them. It's basically like watching a nerd that's convinced he's a badass making an entrance. That's all it is. Like, he thinks he's dangerous as he's coming to the ring. As, as fucking uh, 8-bit video game music is, is playing him to the ring. Fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, it's just... I think, and, and I know it's easy to just blame WWE or blame whatever... The corporations, man. Whatever you want to blame easy to blame them but I think there is a big part of it that wrestling fans and the only blame I'll give this to uh, the, 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 the companies like WWE is that the, ref, the wrestling fans have become really like horrible just cynical assholes but that is their fault for exposing the business in the 90s they should have never done that they should have been still pretending it, 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 it was uh it's real. We should still be like, then that way the people who aren't like the, the ones that are like, you know, it's fake, right? It's like that should, that should be where WWE still goes. No, this shit is, this shit is real. What are you talking about? Always denying. That's what WWE should, should be doing. But they also have their little thing of where we have one foot in, in kayfabe and one foot in real life. We'll show fucking uh, Rhea Ripley 
and the Judgment Day come out to uh, the purple lights and smoke and, and demon music, and then we'll show them also doing a Make-A-Wish. So I don't want to see that. Do that. That's fine. But I don't want to see it. Not on the product. Not on the same show that they're coming out as the badasses. It ruins it for me. It's like you don't see that really a lot with even TV. Like you're watching The Walking Dead and then there's a commercial where Rick Grimes is in the commercial going, hey, I'm the man that plays Rick Grimes. I'm Andrew Lincoln. And let me sell you, uh, remember, we're just, we're just actually playing characters. But see, we go out to uh, Comic-Con and answer questions. Like, why would you do that? Just basic, basic fucking TV. You ruin, you're ruining your product. Kane was awesome as Jason. Kane was Jason. Uh, all right. I just went on a wrestling ramble. Probably can't even use it. I got WWE playing in the background. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. There, I should have just used that. What is up with her fucking outfit? Trying to be sexual, but not. It's like battling itself. She lost, yeah, she lost a little, little, uh, little weight there. She doesn't have the, the, the roles that she used to have. Now she's got, yeah. I do, uh. Yeah, Nia's a, Nia's a sexy BBW. Definitely. Yeah. Why do they always dress Nia like a trash bag? I get the feeling that's probably part of her choice, too. She's probably self-conscious about her, her body. Oh, those, are, those are still roles. Yeah, they're just less of them. That's what I'm saying. Uh, let's see, there's like three. They even made her outfit. Hold the rolls. Actually, that's just two. Those are the tits. The tits got smaller, huh? Yeah. She could at least show some cleavage. You're right. There's like, it's completely covered. Like she's wrestling in, in fucking an Islam, Islamic country. That's how they dress for that. That would probably be too revealing. All right. What are we? What are we? Fashion designers? Jesus. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, look, I'm out of here. Um, thanks for letting me rant. Thanks for joining in. Some of yous. Let me shout you guys out before I get out of here. Misfit Ramdell. Shout out to you, Peter Ortiz, Young Chance PA, Brian Brumbelow. Reekin reaction. I didn't even see Alex. Uh, procrastination station. By the way, Alex is uh, suspended, I believe. He's got a strike on him now. So, uh, yeah. Um, Alex, you know, you're, uh, you're always welcome to come on. You wanna, if you want to come on here and uh, rant. Rant about the suspension or just come on just to, just to talk. You know, you're always welcome, sir. Uh, let's see. You know, you got to help each other out. That's, that's what this is about. That's what this is about. When, when one, of, one of us gets in trouble, 
we jump in and we help each other out. Just like he helped me out when I was suspended. He let me get on his show and just rant. I have to offer the same thing. So shout out. And I'm not just saying that out of obligation. I, I, I mean it. Shout out to uh, Alex. It's hard out here, man. Hard out here, man. Procrastination Station. Appreciate you, sir. And Birdman. Birdman, ladies and gentlemen, remember, Misfit Nation is Birdman's favorite podcast. Anybody ask you, Birdman is a listener to the Misfit Nation. Ah, uh, big time. Shout out to you. I think it's the second time seeing you in here. Shout out to you, my friend. I just saw your comment. Fuck that. Lefties deserve to be banished and marginalized. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Hey, I appreciate that. I'm glad I'm glad I'm not on an island over here. Uh I think I said Peter Ortiz. Hey, I don't mind shouting out Peter more than once. And I think that's it. That's it. Jason Lives. Kane played Jason in Jason Lives, really? Why don't I why don't I remember this? God, I used to, I, I swear to God, I used to know like every little fact about wrestling and that shit just like, I guess it's, you know, when you're, it's, it's useless information at the end of the day. But yeah, when I was a kid, I used to know every little fucking thing. Kane Hodder. Oh, I thought you were talking about Kane the wrestler. Jesus. Where did that come up? Okay, I just must have missed some. I must have missed uh Maybe it's something I said. All right, fuck it. Fuck it. Big misunderstanding. It's like Three's Company. It's Three's Company over here. From below is trolling. Oh, he was joking. Okay, okay. It's the thing about fucking text. You can't read. You can't read sarcasm. Why it works. Kane Hodder. I don't think I've I feel like I know that name, but all right. Um, like I said, Friday we'll be doing the show. Um also we're always looking for uh people who want to uh jump on and and uh debate us or whatever you want to do. You wanna Come in. We'll we'll open phone lines maybe on Friday. I know I say that. I'm I'm trying to do more. Uh, set aside some time for uh, phone calls, but sometimes the news is like so heavy that we don't get to it. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, if you uh, if you or you know anybody that wants to come on to debate us, we're looking for uh, some debaters. Whatever they want to debate, just uh, get in contact with us on our. Discord, Discord, down there in the, in the description. <clears throat> if you're on Discord and you haven't joined our Discord, go ahead. You can uh, get, uh, continue the chat over there. And then we'll get to the root of this Kane Hodder thing, because I'm not sure where Brian Brumbelow <laughs> was, was going with that. Unless he was just trying to trick me. 
And um, what else do we have? Follow me on X at Krishan the Don on that social media platform. And that that's about it. That's about it. Remember, as always, people, stay strapped. Don't take no shit from these liberals. Don't give them an inch. No compromises. Stand your ground. The line has already been drawn. The aisle is nothing more than a burning wall of fire. And that's the liberals' fault. So stay strong, guys. Stay strong. Uh, keep ridiculing the commies. Because that's what's going to destroy them at the end. And watch their fucking heads explode. And uh, most of all, fuck off. Chris Hahn, the dog. The dog. Chris Hahn, the dog. Krishan, the Don. The Don, D-O-N, right? Krishan, the Don, Don. I'm really gonna miss all potentiality. Most of all the days we never go to live, they are so.